0: Hello, listeners, and welcome. To another edition of the Heal the Sick Podcast. Million here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A, and coming to you from Saint City, Las Vegas. Thanks for being here with us, and thanks for helping this train continue rolling down the road here. Even though trains don't technically roll down the road, that's not important. The point I'm trying to tell you is we're staying on our hustle for 2016. Pushing forward, I think we're up, was it seventy-nine now? We're, we're hustling, guys. And every week, you know, we bring you cool people that are doing cool stuff in the kingdom. And the theme of today's show, which you're going to hear, which I believe is very, very important, is something of that independent streak that some of us get. And I know I'm like that a lot. Now, our guest today kind of falls into that same category. He's a, He's a good rebel, kind of like I am, if you will. Joining me today from Raleigh, North Carolina. This gentleman is a pastor, evangelist, teacher, basically whatever function you need done, this guy will go do it. Now, normally we have people that are affiliated with certain ministries or churches. This gentleman, like me, fiercely independent, out doing his own thing, wherever there is a need, he just meets it. That's phenomenal to me. Absolutely love it. Rock McLevane. Rock, welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. How are you, my bro?
1: I'm good. How are you, are
0: you Are you being a rebel over there, man, in a good
1: way? I'm trying to be, um, I'm trying to be good.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, it's awesome to have you here and I know we've been, uh, working it out. We had a little, uh, scheduling issue, but we got you and I'm excited that you're here. So let's jump right into this. We always get started with testimonies and I, uh, I know you got a couple interesting ones. So what would you like to share with us today?
1: Million? There's, uh, there's always, um, a few testimonies that stick with you that impacted your life or impacted a, another person's life in, in an amazing way that you really can never forget them. They're always they always come up in meetings where you have to tell that testimony. And w- earlier in two thousand, I'm going to say two thousand eleven, somewhere around two thousand eleven, I had a testimony where it was one of my earliest ones. I remember uh, it was at an event that uh, I was invited to at a social services. It was it's an event put on by a local church at Christmas time. The event was uh, on Christmas Eve. I um, Actually, I thought that I was going to be leading. The protocol was, was you lead people to different stations for food, toys, clothes. But the uh, there's a lady that, that was in charge. Um, she led me to the stations or led me to believe that this is how it was going to go. Rock, you lead them in. You get to go. And I was like, this is great. If I want to minister to someone, I can. And if I don't feel comfortable, I don't really have to minister to them. If I can just go with it and just lead them through, and, and they can go on out the door. Well, as w- w- soon as the doors were about to open, she says, Rock, you want to lead the first person? I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm, I want to do this. So she led me to the front of the line, and it, when we opened the door, there was probably about 200 people in line. And she uh, she yells out in front of that whole group, If anybody needs any healing for anything, this man right here will pray for you. And I didn't even really have a chance to say, No, whoa, whoa, whoa. I I, I thought we were not going to do it like that. I thought we were going to lead, you were going to lead me through, I was going to lead them through the line. And she was like, No, you're going to pray for people. So this was the longest healing line that I've ever seen. And uh, so I walk up to the first lady, the pressure is on because everybody's looking at me. So I walk up to the first lady and I ask her. So, do you need anything? Do you have anything that I can pray for you for? She said, "Yes, sir. I have fibromyalgia. Do you know what that is?" I said, "Yes, ma'am." She said, "Well, mine's kind of rare. It only affects one side of my body." And I was like, "Okay, so I can pray for that." So I I, I prayed for, ministered healing to her, and I said, "Well, how do you feel?" She said, "It's gone." I said, "Ma'am, are you sure?" She said, "Sir, I've had this for three years. The pain never goes away. It's com- it's completely gone." And so, I I got to minister to each person, and I ministered probably to about half of the people who needed prayer for something that was physically wrong with them, and I saw a hundred percent results. Every single person that that asked for healing in a certain part of their body it immediately got healed. In fact. Sometimes about maybe about a quarter through the line, three or four people were getting healed with before I even got to them. I would get to them and I say, "Well, do you need prayer for anything?" And they would say, well, "I got healed when you prayed for the person." That third person up there, I got prayed. I, I got healed when you prayed for them. So the 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 atmosphere was amazing. So I spent anywhere between two and three hours ministering healing. And just seeing the power of God. And that was one of the very earlier ones when I very first started um, just ministering. And it was really on a single basis here and there. So for me to get put in that situation was uh, very uncomfortable, but it was amazing to see God show up anyway, even though I was uncomfortable and pretty much, honestly, really didn't know what I was doing. You know, if you were going by, all right, how much knowledge did you have and did you know what you were doing? No, absolutely not. So, um that was one of the very first ones and uh the crazy thing is is i was very close because of that event being on december 24th which is christmas eve i was very close to not going to that event event and boy would i have missed out on something amazing another another testimony that comes to mind is uh a family contacted me to minister to a man who uh who had a stroke and was on full life support. Doctors told the family that because of him not having any brain activity for two weeks, that they should consider taking him off life support. The family told him that really, honestly, that medically he wasn't he wasn't here anymore. And um, I told the family, look, let me pray for him. Don't do that right now. Let me pray for him and uh, just give it a couple of days. Just let me minister to him first. So I was able to minister to him uh, while someone held the phone to his ear. And a lot thought that it was the weirdest thing. And uh, two days later, incredible, he woke up. And uh, even as early as uh, or late as yesterday, I followed up, and he's at home doing well.
0: Quick question on that one. Let me just jump on one, one question. When he spoke to you after the fact, did he recall any of you like praying for him, or was he cognizant of what was going on at the time? He
1: doesn't remember absolutely anything. He remembers um, being on a golf course, and then he remembers waking up. But he doesn't remember anything, absolutely nothing. But uh, from hearing from his family and hearing from his doctors, he absolutely knew a miracle took place.
0: So, um,
1: because he had a million, he had no brain activity. So technically, he
0: was, uh, medically, he was already dead. So that's more of a dead raising than a Probably healing, Probably basically.
1: so, because he was on full life support. And the only thing they said, he, he's really not here. We're just keeping his organs going. So, so another another one, really, that, that sticks with me a million is, uh, I got to minister to a professional BMX rider. He's actually local to me. I didn't find that out until later, but... He uh, he got in what seemed to be uh, a simple stunt accident. If there's a simple stunt accident, but it was something it's something that that wasn't rare. It happened a lot. His uh, his abdomen received the blood. He he come off a hill and the handlebar stuck into his stomach. Well, it didn't penetrate it. The only thing it did was cause a lot of bruising. He thought. Well, he went to the ER and uh, he was sent home with some pain meds. A few hours later, he started coughing up blood, and uh, he he, kind of panicked. And uh, to cut it kind of short, he ended up at Duke University Hospital. And uh, immediately after uh, doing an abdomen scan, they put him in a a medically induced coma. It was something doctors had, had really never seen in a living person. He had thousands of blood clots in his abdomen. And doctor said it only takes one of those blood clots to move and to, to end his life. And like I said, they put him in a medically induced coma and, and same thing. They told the family that you need to bring everybody in. We're a hundred percent sure he's not going to make it because we see cases where there's a few blood clots and one breaks loose and it ends up in someone's brain or ends up in their heart and and, and it ends their life. You're, she he, they told this mother he has thousands of them in his abdomen we have never seen this in fact this 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 uh this young gentleman will be in the textbooks at duke university hospital just because of um how this started and how it ended up the documentation but i got to ministers to him by phone same way um spoke to his mom this was very unusual for her i asked her I, I said, This is this is gonna be very unusual. What, what what I need you to do is I need you to put the phone up to his ear, even though he's in a coma, it'll be okay. And uh she put the phone to his ear and I ministered to him and uh actually I was ministering to so many people during that time that I actually didn't follow up with her and about a week later I got a call and she was asking me, You remember me? And I said, No ma'am, I don't I don't really recall and then she start. She she said, my son was the one that got in the the BMX bike accident. And I'm like, oh yeah, I remember the one with the blood clot? She said, yes, sir. And she said, hold on just a second. And she put him on the phone, and I was able to talk to him. So and now he's he's doing amazing. He travels uh, to different churches and charity events, and uh, he shares his testimony. All the
0: blood clots dissolved and everything?
1: All the blood clots are dissolved. He is, uh, he is completely normal, and now he is back wow. on that circuit doing BMX riding again.
0: You love hearing stories like that just because it's, like you were saying, it's something they'd never seen before. And probably the way that the healing happened. Also, something they had never seen before. So, and the first thing that really comes to mind is you know, like, uh, you know, where it's Corinthians where it says you're a new creation. It literally means a species which has never been seen before. That just that whole, you know, just that whole premise just fascinates me. But uh, Rock, we're up against the break, so we have to pause right there for a second. And uh, listeners, when we come back, we're going to be talking about Rock's background and experience and find out more about him. So keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast. Right back. Hey guys, Million here. I want to say thank you for listening to this program and for supporting the work we do. I would like to invite you to visit our website at DominionFire.com and while there, sign up for our VIP email newsletter. This is a free service, and as a member, you will receive early releases of the Heal the Sick podcast, updates on the content we create, members only discounts in our audiobook store, and exclusive content not released elsewhere. Visit DominionFire.com for full details. And if you subscribe, you will receive our free report entitled A Christian's Guide to Divine Healing for Yourself, with tools, tips, and strategies to minister healing for your own conditions. All free by subscribing to our newsletter and by visiting www.dominionfire.com. Welcome back listeners, segment two of the Heal the Sick podcast, and uh, thank you as always for joining us. Now, here's what I want you to do. Please go. Right now, to dominionfire.com and visit our website. And on our website, there's a whole bunch of stuff you need to do if you haven't already. First thing is join our email list because once you do, it's all free. And once you do, I send you my free ebook that I put out, which is divine healing for divine self healing for the Christian. I forget the exact. Even though I wrote it, I forgot the title. It's a book about self healing and just some strategies and techniques you can try if you have a healing need yourself and you want to step out in a little. I don't want to say greater level of faith, but it does take a lot of faith to get yourself healed. So there's a lot of power in there if you... Uh Want to explore that with me? Please do so. It's all free. And then please, while you're there, check out the full catalog of the Heal the Sick podcast. There's also the Dominion Fire 360 channel, which is off to a screaming good start. So it's on SoundCloud.com forward slash Dominion Fire. YouTube.com forward slash Dominion Fire Church, where you find the uh, D Fire vlog, which is my personal video vlog. Do me a favor. Thumbs up that thing. And uh, uh, what do you call it? Subscribe. Please do that for me. And then on iTunes is uh, the Heal the Sick podcast and Dominion Fire 360. We need five-star ratings. We need good reviews because that gets us up higher in the rankings. The higher we get up, the more this message gets out to the world and the more resources people have access to. And maybe we can finally wake up the Christian body and get them out there healing and doing this whole commission thing. Can somebody amen that? (laughs) Thank you. Anyway. Back to our guest today, Rock McElvain joining us from North Carolina. And uh, Rock was telling us amazing testimonies in the first segment, but now we want to hear about him, and he's got a testimony of his own. So, Rock, your background and experience, what would you like to share with us today on that?
1: I grew up in church, but it was it was a denominational religious church, which was, uh, um, that's just a, my parents raised me and said by the time I was, um, I got saved when I was 11, 10, 11 years old. And then, uh, when I got into my teen years, I strayed away from the church and, uh, built a career and, uh, didn't kind of, kind of, you know, I was still felt like I believed in God and didn't need, I didn't, I felt like I was doing everything on my own. Well, in 2009, uh, my whole life changed. It was a normal day. I thought. And about 11 or 12 that afternoon, uh, I had a heart attack. And the heart attack I had was only uh, a 10% survival rate. And uh, if he did survive, it was major heart damage. And it was devastating to me. And for the next three months, I was diagnosed with hypertension, I was diagnosed with diabetes, Uh, I had a poor functioning liver, I had prostate issues, I had kidney infections monthly, Um, H4 I was in my stomach, I had a non-functioning gallbladder, my eyesight was failing, I had poor eyesight, I had arthritis in my knees, my hips, my back and neck, I had a torn rotator cuff, poor immune system multiple food allergies my digestive system was in failure I was in septic my digestive system had become septic so um, I couldn't eat Um, I was in full depression and uh, suicidal Uh, my weight loss I went from 218 pounds to around 135 pounds in uh, about two months so I was on my deathbed I I stayed in bed all the time I I didn't know what to do Um, and then you know, I tell everybody I, I didn't search out healing because I thought it was something cool or I was trying to build a platform. I searched out healing because I needed a miracle in my life in order to survive. Um, and so I walked this out. I studied, uh, read the Bible more than I ever had in my life. I kept reading through the New Testament. I kept reading through the Gospels. I kept seeing healing. and And I was thinking, you know, there's got to be a way that I can get it for myself. Um, every church I was connected to at the time couldn't help me. They said, Rock, you know, this may be God's will for your life, you know. And I was like, this can't be God's will for my life because I have a family. I have three children. There's there's absolutely no way. And a, and a, and a wonderful wife. It's not like it, I was unhappy with my life. Just, there's absolutely no way that God could ever do this. So I kept studying and kept studying it out. And um, like a lot of us, I, I you know, I got a hold of uh Curry Blake's material and um just listened and, and started realizing that wait a minute, there there is a chance. And uh today, you know, I have received those miracles and I have absolutely no heart disease today, um no high blood pressure, um no heart damage, no diabetes, my eyesight has improved to twenty twenty. Um have no arthritis. Every single thing that was wrong with me was completely healed. I am on absolutely no medications. Doctors every time um I still have a DOT driver's license, so every time I go to for physical every year, doctors always tell me they look at me funny and they look at my medical records and they're like, You're are you is this you? And I'm like, Yeah, that's that's me. They said we have never ever seen that much of a turnaround in that many areas in one person. Absolutely never. It never happens. So from that day, you know, leading up to that, that happened in from two thousand nine to around two thousand up into two thousand ten, um, I was walking this healing out and right now documented um and I don't tell this to a lot of people, but there's probably I journaled up to around Four or 5,000 miracles. So documented now there's probably around seven, 8,000 miracles that God has let me be a part of to flow through someone's lives or to touch families.
0: Question now, on all the stuff that you received healing for, was that, just so I'm clear, was that all at one time? Was it gradual over a period or like kind of when did you notice something was happening? What was that experience like for you?
1: Some things were immediate, absolutely immediate. Some things Took a period of time. Um, I was very much in fear. I was uh, there was there had to be in a renewing of my mind. You know, I realize that now. I was I stayed in fear. If million? If I had one little pain, I said, Oh, I'm I'm, there's another heart attack coming, or oh, there's there's something wrong with my kidneys now, or um, now the arthritis, and and so that that fear. I had to come against that fear daily until where fear didn't, couldn't grip me anymore. So a lot of it, a lot of it was instantaneous and some of it was gradual. But by the time, uh, so we're talking 2000, December ninth, 2009 is when the event took place. That's when my life changed. That's when all these things started. That's when people would say, that's when all hell broke loose on me. And so I broke loose on hell up like from 2010, up till today and that's pretty much my testimony
0: what just came to my mind is as you were saying that was the idea of there were some things that happened right away and then there was uh, gradual after that now in a case like that if you're dealing with something listeners and let's say that you receive a let's say for lack of a better term a partial healing you can go one of two directions with this. and rocky could probably speak to this as well that you could either say okay Part A is healed. I'm excited. I'm looking forward. God's going to do a great thing. You could take that positive part of it. Some people would look at it and say, well, God only healed me halfway. Why did he leave the other half? So at this point, when something like that is in process, because in, in, in full disclosure, I'm actually dealing with a situation myself, and I've been actually on both sides of that. So it's perfectly normal when that happens. But there is that whole intention thing behind anything of faith where you have to make the choice to be, I guess, be positive about it, and I guess that's the best way to explain it. So, Rock, when you had that issue, when you started like partial healings, did you kind of bounce back and forth between "I'm excited for what God's going to do" and or you know, God left me this. What's going on? Did you experience that as well?
1: Absolutely. You know, it's it's only normal. This it doesn't shock God that wow, why would you think that way, Rock, or why would you think that way, Million? It doesn't it doesn't shock God that you think that way. He both. He understands that we have feelings and we have personalities and we all handle things differently. Um, I was in search for it and I was gonna find it out. And the thing of it is the instantaneous miracles only push me for more to know that oh well, if heal if that's healing that that um, you know, that's for me, then all of it's for me. And so I was I was never taking it always just saying nope. I'm going to believe this. I'm going to pray for myself. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to minister to myself. And that's the thing. I, I, for me, I, I didn't reach out to a lot of people to minister to. I did it on my own um, because I was like, if if I can get this, then no one could ever take it away from me because I know how it works and I'll get it for myself. And uh it probably wasn't, I, I probably could have done it a better way. I probably could have gathered some people of faith around me and say, Hey, look, can you pray for me? Can you believe for me? But, you know, this was something that I wanted to walk out for myself. I wanted to get this for myself because if I can get this for myself, it, you know, in my own mind, I was like, no one would ever be able to take this away from me. Not a person telling me that God's not real and he doesn't, and healing's not for everyone or, not being dependent on someone else to um, to get it for me or stand in the gap between
0: me and God. Listeners, it's interesting because, you know, you get healed on someone else's faith, it's phenomenal. But you get healed on your own faith, like we're talking about, something very interesting and unique happens. And I think Rock nailed it just there where now you know, you basically know all the moving parts and you know how it works from the inside out. And there's a huge thing in all that. There's something really big and powerful that happens when you do that. So uh, we encourage you that if you are dealing with something, by all means, search out people to pray for, as we said, but uh, explore that possibility too of taking the reins yourself and working it out because it's, uh, it's not by any means easy. And like I said, I'm going through a s- couple things myself and uh, it's not easy. I get good days and bad days and I get days where I'm angry, days where I'm happy, days where I'm uh you know excited days where i'm like just leave me alone it's all normal and this is the war this is the battle this is the fight so and uh hopefully we're giving you some tools and equipping you to uh get out there and keep the fight going as my teacher curry blake would always say even if you're sick and you have to deal with stuff you live to fight another day and that's it just get through and fight another day and uh we'll win Read the end of the book, guys. We win. So we're up against our second break here. And when we come back, we're going to have our lesson time, our prayer time. We're going to hang out a little bit, talk to Rock some more. So keep it here on the Heal the Sick podcast. Million, back with you in a moment. Hey, guys, Million here. Please visit www.dominionfire.com for the latest episodes of the Heal the Sick podcast and also for our video vlog series entitled The Fire Vlog. After visiting DominionFire.com, please visit our YouTube channel at YouTube.com forward slash DominionFireChurch and hit the subscribe button and make sure to hit the thumbs up for any video you watch. This content is available for free and new videos are posted throughout the week. That's DominionFire.com first and then YouTube.com forward slash DominionFireChurch. Thank you and we'll see you soon. All right, listeners, back on the third segment of the Heal the Sick podcast. Again, Million here with you. DominionFire.com is the website. Our guest, Rock McElvain talking today about all kind of great testimonies, his story. A lot of healing up on this episode. But whenever we talk healing, we always get into... I guess, spiritual topics and some of the, I don't want to say wispier kind of things. But when you're going through this, you hear a lot about identity and you hear a lot about uh, where you stand and dominion and authority. We get a lot of the general concepts. But understanding your position is something a little bit different. And when it comes to healing, there's a lot of mechanical and moving parts and all kind of things that are kind of happening that sometimes we neglect that because maybe we're a little wary about maybe getting out of faith or something like that. But uh, I believe that you need to know some of that too, because why only have half this story? You know, have a whole package, have as much information as you can to work with, to call upon. And uh, our guest, Rock, wants to speak a little about that today, about things like understanding your position and some of the mechanical parts. And uh, Rock, what is your take on all that?
1: So, million, you know, I was able to share with a uh, a supernatural school of ministry. Uh, I got to go and uh, visit a church in uh, Newber, North Carolina, and like, and I and I was able to share because this group have has went through two years of ministry. So, my assumption is they knew exactly how everything functioned. But um, I was able to share with them because even a lot of people that are listening to this podcast. Have already been educated in dominion and authority, but totally don't understand like how does the mechanic parts work so I was able to explain it in a way well we know that Christ died on the cross and he ascended to heaven in his physical his physical form, and then he was able to send his spirit form back to earth, and that able actually is able to live in us and what happened is is We also know that uh, our spirit was first. In fact, the Bible says that Christ says, I already knew you before you were ever born. So that means that our spirit actually also resides in heaven because we are seated with the Father in heaven beside God. Because what we have is like a partnership. And now we're in our natural form here with the spirit of God in us. I give this illustration to make it a lot more simple because it gets complicated and people trying to figure out a position, identity. So meaning when you pray for someone, whether it's for provision or whether it's for health or it's just for believing in everything, the principles that, that Jesus Christ died for, you have to think about this. Be aware that you are not praying from here. Now give that illustration that because most people it's easier for people to think of if i say well you're there in spirit with christ but it really is a lot more uh, it's a lot closer but i give that illustration that when you pray have the awareness that you're praying from seated with jesus by the father you're praying from there to here instead of believing and praying from here to receive from the father and coming to here and it, it it makes it a lot more simple because then you understand like, okay now i'll understand my position i understand the authority now because then when you're praying from the position of seated with the father beside god now not only are you praying in uh being correct in the principles of god but also you have all of heaven that backs you up so you're sending to heaven, uh, sending the principles instead of receiving. And uh, a lot of people say, well, we just receive. No, you're sending. You're actually a, uh, it comes out of you. Now, and it it just makes it a lot more simple for, for people who don't understand uh, position or dominion.
0: Also, and something I just want to put out there as well, is sometimes when you operate in faith. Now, uh, first thing I want to say before I get into that, is that everybody is different and everybody is going to have a different approach. And I can't stress enough, guys, that you have to do what works for you. What works for me may not work for Rock. What may what works for Curry Blake doesn't work for me. I got to do it a little differently. And that's okay because you get started out with your sort of like a system. That's how I do it. I like to start out with a system and then you sort of get your own flavor to it and then you lock in how you do it. Now, some people want just pure faith. And they say, if I know how the mechanics and the moving parts work, I'll get out of faith. And if that's you, I fully understand. No worries. But someone like me and and Brock as well, uh, we like to know how stuff works. We like to break things open and see all the moving parts inside of it and how everything functions. And for me, that gets me a little more in faith because it gives me even more ammo to work with, which I am going to take advantage of and use. So uh, I think a big part of all that is if this is something that works for you, by all means, use it. And if it's going to get you out of faith, then it's it's fine. It's fine. But if uh, always look at it from another perspective because I never just like to say in ministry that anybody's wrong. I always just say there's more to the story that you probably haven't heard yet. So keep that in mind as you're going forward and uh, see what happens and see if it changes how you approach ministering for people and getting people healed. And, of course, if you get something, email us at uh, DominionFireChurch at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your take on it as well. Rock, if people would like to contact you, track you down, find you, maybe ask some questions or anything, how can they find you?
1: Uh, You can contact me on Facebook, and that's going to be Rock McElvain. And then also you can contact me on Skype, and that is Do What Jesus Did.
0: If uh, by any chance you can't find Rock and you would like to uh, contact him, by all means email us or send a message to any of our social media outlets, anything like that. I will make sure that you do get in touch with him and happy to help you with that. Well, we've come to the end, but we still got a long way to go because we got our prayer segment coming up. now. Rock, I would like to ask you at this time to please pray for our audience, and if you pick up anything prophetically or discernment or word of knowledge or prompting, you want to call out anything, let it rip, man. Uh, So take this time now, please pray for our audience, and take us all the way to the amen.
1: So, Father, I thank you, Father. Thank you for every person listening to this podcast right now. I release heaven upon them, Lord. Right now, I break every chain that would tie them to hell right now. I break it off their life. I break off Stress, and I just, I just break off. Uh, you spirit of suicide, I just break off every spirit of sickness right now. I command it to go right now in Jesus' name. I release heaven right now upon every person, peace and joy upon their lives. Every sickness at the sound of my voice, I command you out of their body right now. Every pain, go right now. I release the plans of God into your life. I'll break every plan of every devil that's ever come against your life right now, and I release heaven. Open heaven upon every one of your lives right now, in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen, listeners. And again, check out our website at dominionfire.com for This replay, as well as the full catalog of the program, visit our SoundCloud page at soundcloud.com forward slash Dominion Fire for the 360 channel, where we got audio not necessarily related to healing, but all kind of different topics of Christian interest. And, of course, knowing me, it's a little out there. And uh, anytime you need anything, hit us up at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com with your questions, feedback, or suggestions for other shows. And while we're wrapping up, if you would please take a moment to go over to iTunes on both of our podcasts on Heal the Sick and Dominion Fire 360. Uh, Please give us the five-star review. Please write a nice write-up about us and help us get up there so the world can hear stuff like this because, quite frankly, the world needs to know this, like now, like yesterday. So please do that for us, and we are ever appreciative of you doing so. Thank you so much. Listeners, we'll catch you next time for Rock McLevane Million Out, and as we always say here at our ministry, boom goes Yeshua. We'll see you next time.